0: Survivors have more to fear than survival itself. Five, four, three, two, one. It's a lie, it's not real! You kill us all? Not
1: Namaste, thank you, and good luck. <laughs>
0: I think your friends just blew themselves up, right? I just saved us all.
1: I've got to go, and you've got to get as far away from me as possible. Go where, stop? I'm gonna blow the damn song. Who are you
0: people? We're the good guys, Michael. You push the button. That's an order.
2: All we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us. Be sweet, what? I think we found it.
0: This is The Lost Initiative from Sky One.
3: Hello and welcome to The Lost Initiative from Sky One. I'm Ian Lee and over the next 30 minutes we'll try and make some sense of episode 5, The Cost of Living, and the very sad death of a favourite character, Mr. Echo although every cloud has a silver lining, and we now no longer have to tolerate geeky Tom constantly calling him Mr. Eco. What was that about? We'll also be talking to three more hardcore fans on the Lost line, and don't forget, you can contact us with any thoughts or theories at lost at skyone.co.uk. Previously on Lost. Stop.
4: I'll shoot. No, you won't, son.
0: Jack, I need your help
4: aren't hers the plane was loaded with heroin
3: where did you find this in the jungle i found it in the jungle take me he's, he's
0: my brother <laughs> forgive me The Lost Initiative with Ian
3: Lee. Okay, joined by Geeky Tom. Hello. Hello. Paul, editor of Lost Magazine. Hello. Thanks again for the freebies. No worries. Paul, we'll start with you. Brief initial reaction to episode five. What did you make of it?
5: Pretty amazing. I think all the, the Echo stuff was really, really dark, even probably darker than the 23rd Psalm. Mm. So, um, pretty shocking. I mean, this is a character who's extremely popular and seemed to be massively anchored into the mythology of the show, but now he seems to have been offed by the um the Black Cloud that he faced down. He survived it the first time. We'll, so. we'll talk about the, the yeah. Black Cloud in
3: a minute. Tom, I just want to get your first reactions in a sentence, episode five. To you. How can they kill him off in one episode? I've... Can I just say something, by the way? Tom saw this episode before I did, okay? It's never happened. Oh, yeah, I remember And <laughs> never... he sent me a text. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, I can't believe they've killed Echo. I'm like, what? why were you doing that to I me? I thought he would seen it already. Now, everyone loves Echo, don't they? Well, yeah, they, they did. Sad he's gone, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, yeah. It, an Echo flashback, a lot of flashback in this one. We were talking about how the, maybe in the, the previous weeks the flashbacks have been cut back a little bit, but there seems to be, it seems to be mainly flashback in this yeah,
5: one. Yeah, I think I think we noticed it, it felt like more as well because they had the little catch-up bit from the 23rd Psalm. They did the repeat of the plane stuff when the army came in and was shooting out all the drug lords and stuff. So I think it, it naturally felt at the beginning there was going to be more. But maybe, as you say, got, you've got one episode to sort of fill in all the blanks of uh, Mr. Echo's dark past, and you know the setting all up the warlord it, stuff. It, it didn't really fill in a lot of blanks. I want to know what happened in London and stuff like
3: well, that. Well, this is, yeah. point you, you mentioned possibly pointing to a Charlie Echo uh, yeah, I,
5: I think we're going to see something because the fact that it's London, I mean, one of their main characters, obviously, you know, based in London with his gigs and stuff. So mm. I think that's clear. That there's going to be fingers crossed, something coming. Up. It
3: did answer some questions. It told us why he felt the need to build a church on the island. Well, he got told that he is he owes the Yemi one church, doesn't he? I said. I
2: still don't know whether Echo is a good or a bad man. He's still <laughs> done very bad things. I, w- I was shy. <laughs> he's done extremely bad things. I, I, My kind of perception of him totally changed after watching that episode. I'm not that annoyed he's dead because he's, a, he's a proper nutter. That That's scene, what the island
3: needs, though, is
2: proper nutter. I know, nutter. true, but... I, I, He's a pro- just the way that scene when he's walking out of the church with yeah. the gun in one hand and a dripping sword covered in blood that's a fantastic scene it you know,
5: is he's he's awesome but then I really like the fact that he says that when he drops to his knees in front of the, the Yemi apparition and says you know no I did the best with my life that was given to me what you kill know? four people well, well, no, thought, no no well, he, he, I,
3: no he harks back to I, 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 I tell you what I tell let's listen to Ooh. exactly what he says fantastic
5: I ask for no forgiveness father for I have not sinned I have
0: only done what I needed to do to survive A small boy once asked me if I was a bad man, if I could answer him now, I would tell him that when I was a young boy, I killed a man to save my brother's life. I am not sorry for this. I I am proud of this. I did not ask for the life that I was given, but it was given. Nonetheless,
1: and with it, I did my best. You speak to me as if I were your brother.
3: So Yemi's saying, we heard that, you speak to me as if I were your brother. Well, then who the hell
5: is he? Well, that's the best line in the episode. That's so creepy. And then Echo freaks, obviously, and thinks, wait wait a second. Because I think he thinks on some spiritual level that this is his brother. Hmm. The ghost of his brother coming back to him, you know, giving him some redemption. But when he says that, it's like, it's so creepy. He's been back before, hasn't he? He's
3: ordered him to go and press the button. Yeah, but he seemed quite nice then. He was quite cuddly and, you (laughs) know. uh, Okay, are we to assume then that the Yemi that we see... Is the black smoke?
5: Well, there seems to be a lot of not even insinuation now. You see the black smoke sort of ticker around, and then there's the, the weird people with the arms missing off, and then it appears again, mm. and then it's yummy. And, and I think they're they're definitely. It's suggesting, in a way, there's a lot of manifestations going on on the island.
3: But Echo has seen the black smoke before, hasn't he? Why didn't it kill him then?
5: Um, I've, heard, I've read a few things on the internet saying that the smoke
2: was kind of assessing him and judging yeah. him then and finding out, extracting all the information
3: that they, it later uses in this episode to... Um, freak him out one thing that, that has been bugging me is when he doesn't confess to the apparition of Yemi why is he so unrepentant after because he, he has the 40 days silence he gets the Jesus stick he starts building the church so there's been a hint that he wants to repent all through the thing then suddenly when he's given
5: the option up yours. I think he probably feels in himself that he's done all he can. Like he did the forty days of silence. You know, he's been building the church, and he, he didn't I, finish it though, did he? Well, he didn't finish it, but you know, in fairness, he did get dragged off by a polar bear and half mauled to death. But um, no, he's, so he he's, he went off. To, he didn't finish it because he
3: went off to do the button, didn't he? Yeah. And oh he, yeah, he did. Yeah. And he and failed at that. As well. I had something
2: else to do. Yeah. Failed yeah. at
3: that miserably. So, is the smoke all of the apparitions? Because that could explain uh, seeing Jack's dad, who we've still never found. We've never found the body of Jack's no, dad. No, no. I mean, I mean
5: uh, if the island can heal things really quickly, I mean, at a stretch. I guess if someone died, it might be able to bring them back to life. Oh, you know, life extension! What, no, like no, 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 I'm not, I'm not for that. Like but. in
3: Star Trek Three, the Search for Spock. Oh, exactly.
5: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, like the, I like that. like that. But I think so. it's, it's a bit of a stretch to, uh, to have like a burnt corpse come back to life. Push the boulder out of the way. Very. Boob- but it cool. could explain some of yeah. the other
3: visions. It could explain Boone, although Locke was, was tripping his nuts off then. It could explain uh, Walt's apparition. Yeah, that and, could and Dave. Dave life. as well. Yeah. at least Dave, mate. Yeah. Doesn't Walt do the shh? yeah, you, yeah. That like, which the kids does in echoes yeah. uh, I, I th- vision
2: I think the smoke is, is it could be controlled by somebody else and it could be a big setup you know how, how he found the, the body in the plane maybe they just didn't think Echo was going to come back
3: and look for it. Took the body out, and the vision uh, of Walt that Shannon <laughs> Said see tells them not to push the button. Yeah. So if we assume it's the black smoke, do you see where I'm going with this? Why would the black smoke not want the button pushed? Because the black the black smoke killed uh, killed the pilot yeah. after Pretty the button hadn't been, hadn't been pushed. So oh, is that by not pushing the button? Is that releasing the black smoke? Well, this well, yeah, is what this is
5: what our designer on the mag, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was his theory, and, and it's a, it's a good theory because it does time with timelines quite well. You know, yeah. button isn't pushed. Anomaly plane break up in the sky monster kills the pilot of the plane and the same thing you know the, the anomalies happened mm. all across the island the monster's gone haywire and it's smashed I mean that's pretty vicious smashed Echo to pieces probably like well, it did with the pilot Yeah, halfway through the series yeah 20 days in I think it is if
3: I remember correctly
5: no. <laughs> Um it comes and finds uh, Echo doesn't it and yeah but it seems to want
3: him because it just drags him along the ground it doesn't Files
5: finds Locke as well so.
3: Locke and Echo see different things when they look into the smoke down there. Let's 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 have a listen. So
4: what exactly did you see back there? Yeah. I saw it once, you know.
1: And what did you see?
4: I saw a very bright light.
3: It was beautiful. That is not what I saw. So Tom, it it looks different to different people.
2: But it's weird. Maybe it's kind of it's a representation of like your past and how
3: you look in the eyes of God. Tom, I know you've got some strong theories on this. <coughs> what, what is the black smoke? I think it's something mechanical because of the noise that we hear. Um,
2: I really don't know what it is. It's Definitely not nanobots for all you people that think it is. Yeah, please stop with that. Yeah, can we just stop that theory now because it's a load of rubbish. I think. That it is some kind of security system. Does it have really? a
3: brain, or is someone controlling it? Because it seems to be able to pass judgment on Echo, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I'd like to think it's a force of the nature of its own making. I think if there's a few people in a control tower, kind of like pressing left, right the joystick, that's exactly what I think is happening. Okay, <laughs> well it's basically a heightened version of Frogger, like a
3: psychotic Frogger. Can I you say know? I'm I'm with Tom on this one? You Ow! both think it's yes. psychotic Frogger. Okay. Yes, yeah, so
2: I think so, I think someone is yeah. controlling it. There you go yes. on the record. Okay. I reckon it's that guy they see in the hatch with the patch
3: over his eye. Uh, We'll, we'll hold, <laughs> hold your horses, gentlemen We'll get there <laughs> later on That was a fantastic bit We'll get there in a uh, Very quickly Echo's last words Reported by Locke I didn't hear him say anything And I was struggling to listen I did try as well We're next Now, did Echo say, quote, we're next Or did Echo say, quote, you're, you're next Exactly That's, That's the problem Because if he said,
5: you're next to Locke And then Locke thinks, oh, he doesn't, doesn't mean me Because I'm, I'm pretty cool, I'm quite nice It obviously means everybody there's the thing; it's just Locke's yeah. interpretation of what he said. Well, I listened to the official podcast with the uh,
2: with the, the boys, on, yeah, yeah. the boys on, and they said it. It was Echo saying,
3: "You're next." so Echo, quote, "You're, You're next. next." All right, okay. Well, listen, we've got a caller on the lost line. It's Joe. Hello, Joe. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what have you got for us uh, this week? Well, I thought
1: this week would be a pretty good time to talk about the black smoke again.
3: Well, as, as it crops up quite a bit, then yes, it's an excellent idea. Away you go.
1: Well, I thought it was a brilliant episode and I loved the black smoke coming back because we didn't see it enough last season. Mm. Shame to see Echo die. I, I've got a, a theory on
3: Echo that I'll share with everyone later on, so keep ah, listening. Okay, thought we were right. going to get it then.
1: No. All um, right, go on. Remembering back to um, the 23rd Psalm the episode in season two, was it Echo saw Yemi in the smoke when he looked into it. Yes. And so it would, would link him well, that, and then the smoke had, like, scanned his memories and become a manifestation of what he'd seen in Echo.
2: What? Well, it's, he's and, basically saying what I'm saying. Oh, if, OK, uh, right, yeah, go on.
1: And I also loved, um, we got a lot of the um, missing body parts back in this episode. We had uh, Patchy, the bloke who's got no eye, possibly. The owner of the glass eye that was in the arrow hatch. Oh, oh
4: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And um, Echo, in his flashback, cut off that bloke's arm. Right. Um, and there was a bloke. Hey, where
3: are you going? minute. Where, where, where are you going with the arm being cut off? What, well, there
1: was in past episodes. There's been a lot of things with missing li- limbs, like um, Marvin it? Candle with his missing arm, and Montand. Who? Right, had. Well, well, hang on.
3: How is Marvin Candle? All right, I'm, 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 leave this uh, to me, fellas. Yeah, I'll yeah, it, it. it How is him. Marvin Candle connected with the fella that had his arm chopped off? In fact, no, the other fellow didn't have his
1: lost, bringing back another another theme. But the fella
3: didn't have his arm. He had his hand chopped off, didn't he? Not yeah, his arm. Yeah, it's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah, it's some
1: missing limbs, isn't it?
3: Well, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the connection there, Joe. Very tenuous.
1: Oh, oh I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Try and get some better ones next time. All right, anything else before we go? Uh, just the, the one big disappointment about the episode. Not enough Desmond. Yeah, Did don't... You got one, that one scene De- with him in?
3: Desmond's looking cool with the shirt and the beard and the hair. I wanted to be Desmond.
1: Maid was very
3: frosty with him, wasn't he? Hmm. Uh, Joe, listen, we're going to move on. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. Good you lad, bye bye. Bye. Well, thanks very much for that, Joe. Can I just say, if you are calling into the Lost Line, have something useful to say. All he did was, you know, nice lad, don't want to diss him, but. Well, you are dissing him, though. Can't yeah, okay, fine, I do want to diss him. He's a horrible lad. All he did was tell us what happened and then talk nonsense. He just wanted to talk to us again. Well, he likes it. <laughs> if you'd like to come on the Lost Line, you can send an email to lost at sky Now, that's also the address if you want to send some theories in. I've got a, a, an email here from Julian Miyadov. It's the uh, title Cerebrus System Stroke Monster. Personally, I think the catastrophic malfunction of the Cerebrus System mentioned on the blast door map is the monster. It appears around the same area, and I think the psychic cloud of black smoke takes on the form of people's fears. Jack's dad, Kate's horse, Dave, who can throw coconuts, amazing for someone previously without physical form, and it couldn't decide with Echo, thus leaving him alone. This fits in well with the other's goal of separating the good and the bad people on the island. The noises it makes, suggest it's partially mechanic, and possibly caused by the hatch in the past screwing up the electromagnetism. Keep up the podcast, Lost Crew. Lots of love, Julia Meardolph. That sounds, sounds alright doesn't it no he's got his head screwed on Tom's being very uh, zen today. I like this. It. Just right. sitting here being a, <laughs>
5: He's hovering slightly above his chair. What did yeah. you make of that, Paul? Uh, I liked it, yeah. I, I think that, that that theory, obviously, is aligning itself more with the, you know, the mechanical... Mm. But maybe maybe something that they think is in control of itself. It didn't suggest anyone controlling it, so...
3: Very quickly, I, uh, I think Echo is coming back. May I tell you why? Get out of here. When I was uh, over in Los Angeles, which is in America, which is another country, yeah. interviewing the cast of Lost, one of them was Adewali, who plays Mr Echo. Uh, and they had just come back... From filming an episode that was later than episode five, I don't know which one, maybe seven. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, I was speaking to Echo. He gave no hint he was leaving the series. In fact, he said, "In series three, you will find out a lot more about Echo's spirituality." Implying to me, now I know that, uh, knowing now that he's dead, that he comes back as a ghost or a spirit. Interesting. This is—it's just a theory. There is yeah. nothing official on this. He, uh, you know, he said no more than that. This is just what I've surmised from that and other interviews I've read with him. It's like
2: it's either that or you've just taken something that was probably. Given to in confidence and uh, was, told most of the public. It,
0: <laughs> it was it was
3: given in an open interview in front of video cameras. Okay, okay. Uh, also in this episode, we see a little bit of Desmond, not much of Desmond, who I'm I'm beginning to fall in love with. I think I think he's so. Oh handsome. come on, you got to love Desmond. Uh, he tells everyone that he thinks the hatches can be used for communication, and we see Locke deciding to take control, which Hurley begins to question.
4: We're heading out to the Pearl Station. There's a computer there that might help us find our people. Anybody want to come along? What do you mean anybody want to come along? I mean, if you'd like to join us,
0: it's a free island. Yeah, see, Jack would go and do stuff alone, or he'd take Saeed or Kate.
4: Yeah, well, I'm not Jack. More the merrier Paul what do we make
5: Of Locke taking control Pretty exciting huh Well he's Yeah he's he's Basically his whole Zen nature's come back With full effect mm. And, uh, and, and he, he quoted Echo He said um, Don't mistake coincidence For fate didn't he So there's a nice Echo Locke connection Within the episode as well and, mm. and he's uh He's just taking everything By the reins
3: And running with it And we're loving it I'm going to say three words so I want your reaction To these three words Alright okay Nikki and Paolo
2: Oh yes Brilliant Straight off the plane Straight straight from America, you know, suitcases out. Oh no, wow this is a lovely island. Perfectly clean clothes, really good quite beautiful people as well just yes, happen to the be the most island. beautiful people
3: <laughs> in the world and it's you
2: know? just like I oh, know Aslock's being so generous with, our, with the little missions now oh yeah I'll go along brilliant
5: perfect uh, uh, Paul what do you make of them uh, don't trust them actually no, at no. all I think they're far too sweetness and light at the moment and, uh, and Nicky seems to be I mean Nicky sussed out the computer thing but mm. I, I don't think they were that far away from working out themselves there was actually multiple monitor screens
3: in the, in the pearls I do feel uncomfortable with the introduction of Nicky and Paolo I, I, I don't think they need to introduce any more characters on the island apart from others they don't need to introduce any more losties it just seems a little bit although uh, Nikki is far less irritating than Paolo mm. I don't know why that is whether it's because she's a fit girl uh, whether it's because she hasn't got an irritating Brazilian accent that's not racist you can say that I don't know what it is it's a mystery okay so they go into it's the, the, the swan hatch isn't it the pearl hatch the pearl hatch I always get the names of the hatches wrong after Nikki's suggestion they manage to um, to uh, get a monitor working what do we see Paul it's amazing they all go wow computers
5: first of all because yeah. quite obviously there would be computers in another hatch but they pan across and you see a dude with an eye patch oh. but, and you see a little tiny glimpse of uh, a logo a Dharma logo, it Dharma his, logo? it's I definitely up, yeah. a corner of a Dharma logo Okay. and as, uh, as Joe said on the line maybe this is a guy who has the glass eye which was found in the arrow right, way okay. back so that there may be some beautiful link between all the seasons together
3: where, where do we think he is Tom? I think
2: he's in a, an identical hatch Similar to the swan pushing a button, to be honest. that's What, it looks what like. do we see? We
3: see a computer console, like yep. the one that's in our hatch, uh, we see those crazy computers that, that are always in sixties TV programs with flashing lights and probably whirling tape, and that's it. But it? the camera seems to move. I swear the camera moves from left to oh, it's right. It's on a pivot. Watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. moves
5: across. But then he seems to see them, or mm. at least see the camera move, and turns it off. Mm. So they're, I, they're in trouble. I would,
3: I would guess that it's the first time that the camera has moved in a long time. And yeah, that's why he spotted it. And yeah, uh, maybe he was dusting. He was having a bit of a tidy up. You know, a bit. You, of a spring you, clean. you were saying, Tom, we watched it. You recognised him. Was it? Did you recognise him from the show or from something else?
5: Oh, just from a, he's another actor. He... he He's an actor. Wow.
2: <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, no, I've definitely seen him in something else. I'll try to remember for next week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, until 71 days ago, Desmond was alone in a hatch, so it's, it's possible that there are others alone in hatches. How many hatches are there left to find? Paul. Uh, maybe another three or four, okay. possibly. OK. Well, everyone's favourite, Geeky Tom, who likes to dress up as pirates in his spare time, has been keeping a close <laughs> eye on the Lost Forum, which you can find at skyone.co.uk. And, Tom, you're going to give us an update about uh, what's been going on there.
2: Um, well, I asked a question this week. Well, I kind of maybe thought we could do this every week. And oh,
3: you didn't run this past me, but let's let's see how it goes. I'll, let, I'll give you the video Um here. Basically, I, I kind of asked people,
2: um, if you can insert any famous actor... Into a role in Lost, um, who would it be? And which actor would you replace them with? Okay. Uh, And why?
3: Okay, doesn't doesn't help the, the theories of Lost, but carry on. What 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 were the responses? Um, what would your choice be first of all?
2: Yeah, I, I, I like Steven Seagal as man. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, and I I think it'd be quite funny to replace him with uh, with Locke. I think it'd be good to have Steven Seagal on the
3: island, but as Steven Seagal, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the actor, he's there as himself. They go, wow, Steven Seagal's turned up on the island. Be brilliant. Okay, think, what did the people on the forum have to say? Um, well, we had William
2: Shatner as a, a lost member of Rousseau's uh, crew, which should be quite. Oh, that's good, yeah. Oh, he yeah. he do
5: he do confused well, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, possibly
2: the captain of her ship. What else? Um, well, uh, Bernard Manning was another one. <laughs>
5: yeah, Bernard
2: Manning to replace Sawyer. Oh, really? I was going to yeah. say Hurley
5: <laughs> to, re- to replace Sawyer. Paul, have you uh, any online stuff that you found? Um, quite an amusing one. I think it was unintentionally amusing. Um, there was. A post by Stephen King, the Stephen King. Oh, right. horror writer, extraordinary. Misery, Carrie, etc. All of that stuff. He, yeah, he posted a thing saying if he was in control of Lost, here's how he'd end it. Where was it? Where Which did, it did he is, post uh, this? Oh, it's some website. Okay, excellent. Good, good. <laughs> but, well it, but it was definitely Stephen King. You can Google it you'll find him. And he's he's there with a the little picture looking very, you know, astute. To how him. do you
3: know it's definitely him? It's,
5: uh, apparently, there's comments after it from everybody involved in Lost. All right. Not all. the show, but fans and things. But no, it's definitely Stephen King. And he basically says, uh, if I was in control of the show here's how I'd end it and obviously that's quite intriguing so basically his idea was he says Jack and his eye is the first shot of the entire show yeah so maybe it's all in Jack's head
3: there we go Rubbish. Genius. Absolutely.
5: Obviously, huge amount of sarcasm there. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. If anyone Sorry.
3: has ever seen the film Give My Regards to Broad Street, starring Paul McCartney, that's how that ends. <laughs> and it's awful. I've <laughs> oh, no, never seen that. Uh, listen, if you want to go to the Sky website, which has got lots of excellent stuff, go to skyone.co.uk forward slash lost. You can find exclusive cast interviews, news, uh, character descriptions, updates, screensavers. And this is the groovy bit, and I can't get enough of this. You can see the video of when I met the cast. I have playing constantly on on A loop on my PC. <laughs> Sounds rubbish. It is. Sounds like a r- waste of brilliant. time. i am not it? watching it. No. This is brilliant. Uh, okay, we've got another caller on the lost line. It's John. Hello, John. Hey, mate, how are you doing? I'm all right. John, what have you got for us today?
0: Well, basically, I was hoping to uh, speak about the swan station. It's, it's been really annoying me. Everyone is going on about the implosion and everything, but no one's actually mentioning the numbers ever again. Essentially, my yes. well, big beef with it is that uh, the Valencerti equation is used to type in these numbers supposedly the method would be changing... Hang on, on, sorry for
3: one second, John, very quickly, in a sentence, Paul, explain the Valenzetti equation to people who may be unaware of it. Uh, Uh, Hang on a second, I'm going to get Paul to do it because he's an expert. It
5: it involves those cursed numbers and uh, is apparently the equation for the end of the world. But it hasn't been mentioned
3: in the series. No, it has not Uh, been mentioned in the series so far. Okay, John, carry on. Yeah,
0: it was mentioned in the Lost Experience. Yeah, on the
3: online stuff that was happening throughout the summer, yes. Anyway,
0: so the relevance of it is that the Dharma Initiative is supposed to be changing one of the core values of this uh, equation. Right. Um, however, if this number has to be entered perpetually into the lost computer, What happens if they do change one of the values?
5: What if they do? What if they
3: punch in a different number? Well,
0: that's that's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, But obviously, we're not going to be able to find. But the number,
3: obviously, they're not entering numbers into that computer. But it it, it could be possible that they're entering numbers elsewhere. That that's happening because I think we're going to hear more of the numbers. We haven't heard anything, have we? Paul? No, I
5: mean the numbers are going to. They're definitely a massive part of the mythology. And and you're right, John. Maybe there's there's other hatches around with people trying different equations related to different aspects of the equation. You you never know. But you yeah, want to but see, you, but you want to see more numbers. I
0: want to see more numbers. Yeah, I want, I want some more answers. I want to know about um, Kevin Inman and uh, Vadinsky a bit more as well, because uh, again, you know, only, only briefly saw the end of sort of uh, season two, but nothing not this season so far.
3: Do you think he's dead?
0: I don't reckon he is. I think. Uh, just pass. can you just
3: remind just remind people who we're talking about here. From oh
5: yeah, the, uh, the, the, Mr. 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 Inman, who, Mr. who was um, who seemed to have his skull pummeled against a rock by Desmond. This is the,
0: the fellow that, that was to be
3: down, dead. down the hatch with Desmond for three yeah. days or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think he's dead or alive, John?
0: Um, I think he. I think he may be alive. Yeah. Also, I think Rudinsky may may even still be alive as well. I uh, think that,
5: I think Rizinsky's around. Yeah.
0: John, is that it? Pretty much. I'm just. I can't wait till February now. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is not, it. We. I'm, we I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not happy with the season break.
3: We've got we've got one more episode here on Sky that needs to go. Episode uh, six, uh, and then we're having a There's a short break, and this is because in the states they're taking like three months off for some ridiculous reason.
2: Is Christmas? <laughs>
3: but they can't, you can't take... No, no other series takes three months. Imagine if 24, OK, had a break for three months. It's insane. I'm genuinely furious about this, and I'm going to write a strong email and send it to my mum. Uh, John, thank you very much for that. No problem. Good lad, bye-bye. Uh, if you want you to, Bye. Bye-bye. He was very polite, wasn't he? Yeah. And we're getting accents on the Lost Line, which is good. Mm. Ticks boxes. Uh, if you want to be on the Lost Line, send an email to lost at skyone.co.uk, obviously with your phone number and, uh, you know, some bits and pieces. Pieces about you. Uh, a lot of Ben, uh, Juliet, and Jack action. We see Colin's funeral, which is white tunics, kind of follows the Hindu funeral tradition. Uh, so there's a hint of a, a more spiritual side to Dharma. Who, Whose funeral? Colleen's. Oh, Colleen. I thought it said a Colin. Colin's Colleen. <laughs> funeral, yeah. Uh, and, and the body on the boat thing is kind of a Viking burial custom. Does, does this tell us anything? It didn't look Viking, it looked Hawaiian. What, that I think they bury people in Hawaii. I, I think they? I think they've progressed to the stage of burial <laughs> Well, their island's quite small, so I'm just
2: judging by the amount of land mass, it could get a bit...
5: But it does seem <laughs> kind of... Uh, well, they, yeah, they seem to respect <laughs> and, and uh, have a lot of time for uh, themselves anyway, the others, rather than anybody else. So. Where does the domination initiative come from? Aren't they Dutch, like, degree. And, um, and Hans is quite a Dutch name, isn't it? It's a bit of a mix, though, isn't it?
3: Really, yeah. so, a bit yeah. of a hodgepodge. Yeah. Uh, uh, now,
5: Jack, does he get? He doesn't guess that Ben has a tumour, does he? Or does it w- I think he, he's probing. He's in probing mode.
3: He's uh, he's, he's, assumed, of, yeah, he's, he's assumed. That's what. say. he's assumed. And you what I say? Never assume. Jack says well, it was a bit of a you know, bizarre coincidence spinal surgeon crashing an island someone's got a spinal tumor yeah we well,
5: and yeah, ben ben tried to sort of do the whole faith thing didn't he and yeah. say you know Ooh, but you know do you believe in god jack
3: well let's hear ben doing that do you believe
0: in god jack do you
3: two days after i found out i had a
0: fatal tumor on my spine a spinal surgeon fell out of the sky
3: and if that's not proof of god I don't know what is. Well, he says, if that's not proof of God, I don't know what is. But in the Dave episode, Ben tells Locke that God can't see the island. Yeah, he seems to be really trying to mess
5: with, I think, Jack's kind of man of science thing. You know, just sort of... I think he's almost trying to make Jack think that he's so special. Like, that's why he's on the island. That's his entire purpose, is to save Ben's life. But, you know, come on. This is the guy who had... They had holed up in the swan and were torturing him. I think he's a stinking liar. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Juliet well, says on that little piece of card.
3: But I I, well, I well, I don't trust Juliet either. Okay, we'll, we'll go back to Ben in a second then. Juliet's cards, I don't trust a single thing that she, that woman says. And when she's saying, you know, basically you've got to kill Ben, I'm very suspicious about this, this whole thing.
2: I, I think she wants to kill Ben. I don't think there's any lies going on there.
3: Mm, but, but her reasons, I mean, she says in the cards, uh, some of us want to change. change. Okay, who are the people that want change and why would they want change? Well, you go back to episode one when they're in the book club and
2: she's just like well you know sometimes free will does still exist on this island or assuming free will still exists so maybe Ben's um, being a bit of an idiot oh, I, I see-
5: reckon it's power struggle between Juliet and Ben I think, I think she's I like, think she's the boss Yeah, I think she's or, or trying to regain her
3: control of yeah. that whole faction yeah I think that if, if Ben does get killed by Jack or otherwise, she's going to turn out to be a really nasty piece of work and start kicking some serious ass. Well, maybe that's why Ben
5: wanted to get back from when he was being captured by them to save his people from the reign of Juliet. Maybe she's
3: really super evil. Why hasn't the island healed Ben's tumour? Ah, good point. Because it's done everything else. Mm. You know, oh, but
5: mm. they're not on the island, are they? They're on the alcatraz one. Yeah, but they live on the main one. As
2: you so rightly pointed out last week. Oh yeah, definitely didn't hear that off anybody else. Uh, Now, if if
3: Ben knows how to get off the island, why doesn't he just get off the island and go and see a doctor? Very good point. And he said that they can get off
5: the island, but oh, but the uh, the, after the anomaly got blown, they were saying that there's uh, lots of things that are down. Uh, They
3: must have. I'm guessing they knew that Jack is a spinal surgeon from day one, haven't they, or from at least very early on. Yeah, pretty much since uh, they got. Well, maybe before they even crashed. Why? And why is it taken seventy-one days to ask him? Why didn't they just go up and say, "Hello, you've crashed on our island. We're the others. One of us has got a tumor. You couldn't couldn't operate." Well, like maybe you.
5: then he just found out. Maybe it's it's a
2: recent event of uh, tum- tumor discovery. They had to go and um, p- make all the lists and things, find out who everybody was, get the list back.
3: You know. Okay. Well, the, the creators admitted, and we all know this, that Jack was due to be killed off in the pilot episode. Yeah. Now he's an integral part of the story. Are they making it up as they go along? Touching by that. It seems to be, is not it? Uh, Okay, we've got another caller on the lost line. It's Barry. Hello, Barry. Hi, Ian. Barry, what have you got for us, sir?
4: Just sort of noticed. uh, Jack was telling Ben about his tumour, Mm. and he said that one of the symptoms would be feeling tingling in his fingers as a result of it. But if you'd had the particular tumour that Ben's actually got, you'd feel it in your lower extremities, not your upper extremities.
3: Uh, Hang on a minute, Barry. Are you a spinal surgeon?
4: No, I've just had a look at it on the internet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Always self diagnosis. Yeah, except, well, have the papers at the moment, isn't it? If in doubt, yeah. giggles, GB can Google. So, okay, so, yeah. that, so that doesn't tie in with what he's actually got?
4: No, not really, not with the symptoms.
3: What do you make of Juliet's video? Because we're, we're kind of mistrustful of her here.
4: Well, the thing that I noticed, I mean, I don't know whether you guys have picked this up, but she's actually wearing the same clothes she had when they first seen the plane crash above them. Oh, um, and she's good. also in the same house that's really good. as you at the book club. I reckon. So all I was thinking, is this, uh, again, with this old time travel possible theory, is she cool. doing some sort of thing? And... you there.
3: You were doing brilliantly. And then you mentioned time travel. What the hell are you talking about?
4: I think Desmond's probably a time traveller now. I said that, that, I
3: I that a few <laughs> This is few weeks nonsense. So
4: you're subscribing
3: to the, the, the geeky Tom theory of, 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 of potential time travel?
4: I'm completely with Geeky Tom about time travel. <laughs> can, I, can I
3: say something to both of you? You're both idiots. Uh, no, there is no time travel involved in this story at all. It's nonsense, <laughs> Barry. You're saying that Juliet has gone back in time. No,
4: not necessarily. It's just she uh, had the same clothes on and was in the same house. There we go. Thought, stop,
3: stop it there. Why, why introduce time travel, you fool? Well,
4: just going along with the whole with that little notion of Tom. Oh, right, right,
3: but well, listen. Uh, you, you and you and Tom can chat after this if you want, Barry. Thanks very much for that. All right, no problem. Bye-bye. Bye. Was that your dad or something? <laughs> your mate. A, <laughs> <funny voice? laughs> oh, no, he's
2: got a valid, valid point
3: there. Don't give him a hard time. He deserved a hard time. By the way, if, if you do come on and you're talking nonsense, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a hard time. I think it's I think it's only fair, so expect a, a Barney. Uh, but if you would like to come on the Lost Line, just send an email to lost at skyone.co.uk with your name and number and all and that who's stuff. Who's going
2: to want to go on now after you just said that? No one.
3: People who are ready for a, a fight. <laughs> ready for a fight. Come on, come on. If you want to, if you want to phone up and just have a go, let's, uh, let's do it. Okay, let's have a, a quick recap. Uh, in one sentence, Paul, what have you learned from episode five? Uh, that they're all next, or Locke is next, as to be killed by the monster. Uh, Tom, uh, one sentence, what have you learned from episode five? I missed it. Echo isn't alive anymore. He you Okay, listen, thanks, Geeky Tom uh, and Paul. Uh, episode 6 of Lost is Sunday, 10pm on Sky 1, repeated the following Wednesday at 10pm, and then again on Sky 2 on Friday at 9pm. You can become our friends, at my, not literal friends, we're not hanging out, at myspace.com forward slash lost on Sky 1. I'm Ian Lee. Please join us again next week on The Lost Initiative, the official download show for Lost in the UK, where we'll be looking at episode 6, I do, right after it's been on the telly. Namaste.
0: The Lost Initiative is a co ink production for Sky One.